I don't really give a shit about doing introductions and stuff. You know, I'll post the links and whatnot on the, uh, on the description, but I'm talking to Dave Tarnowski. He has, he's like, you know, one of my weird super fan friends that like we're obsessed with these obscure things. You know, I think Dave's ideal term for the umbrella community would be sad bastards. Probably. I don't, you know, you can go into it more, but um, you know, he runs Nick Cave and the Bad Memes and Sad Peaks and just like stuff that I really love that the kind of things that when you meet someone and it's like part of their things that they care about, like, you know, you have stuff to talk about. You don't necessarily know if you're going to like someone. Dave and I have talked a lot. So like, I think we like each other, but like, you know, sometimes I meet Nick Cave people or Twin Peaks people. No, I don't meet any Twin Peaks people that I don't like, but I probably could imagine nick cave people that i don't like because there's other ways into nick cave like you could yeah there's movies there's like arenas and stuff there's other ways into nick cave besides like the ones that i would like you for but twin peaks like if you've watched all of twin peaks like i basically like you and that's that's it um (laughs) yeah right like there's no there's no hateful people who have watched 30 hours of twin peaks you know well, <laughs> maybe. maybe there are people something. who disagree with, um, like, say, for instance, there is a camp that hates the return. And I'm like, who? Show me that. Don't you like <laughs> about the return? <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, it's garbage. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You're not a David Lynch fan. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. I don't even count. They don't count. I, I, I totally get what you mean about Nick Cave. Like, um, that's actually the reason why I started this whole page. Um, and originally the, the, the Facebook group. I, um, so I, think I, want, I want to say around like 2012, 2013, I started going, oh, these groups on Facebook are getting, you know, kind of cool. And mm-hmm. let me just get into them for like my interests. Yeah. And the first ones that I got to with Nick Cave, it was just like assholes, like filled <laughs> with just assholes. And um, when I started memeing him, I was putting him in there and they're like, no, no, you don't do that. It was like I was, it was like Sacred, the equivalent yeah. of, you know, doing a cartoon, a cartoon of Allah, right? <laughs> and, or is it Allah or is it, um, no, no, Muhammad. Oh, and, oh, yes. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. sort of like you don't yes, you're do not, that. You're not supposed to. Yeah. And um, no. And so I started my own thing and it was really small for a long fucking time. But when I started the Instagram page, it really yeah. just got crazy almost immediately. It's funny to think that actually, because I would think that, you know, like Nick Cave fans, a lot of them, he's now since skeleton tree i guess like he's now gone younger and now there's like a new generation of audience but a lot of the you know i could archetype a certain kind of nick cave fan for sure is like bro that that you know 50 year old guy on facebook who takes like Mm -hmm. the chin selfie you know that cliche could totally be a nick cave fan and that guy lives on facebook and posts like gets into arguments on comment threads on Mm -hmm. facebook stuff like that and and so it's it's cool actually that your shit lives better on instagram than facebook yeah i find facebook conversations just to be 
not the same like, level of hate and toxicity that like, like, like the hate and toxicity you get no matter what, but there's this like pointlessness to it on Facebook where most of my friends who, and, and, you know, all love and whatever, but like most of my friends who are super active on Facebook, they are either tech people who have a tight knit, like basically they use it for business and they like run conferences or something like that. And they have like 5,000 friends that are, you know, have just been recycling and buying things like paying for things for tickets for they've been attending things they consider it a community you know things like that like i think it's ridiculous but it's really it's an echo chamber they call it a community i would call it an echo chamber but there's those and and then there's like five white bros who who run it and benefit from it and everyone else is just like feeling like they have things you know that that, that they have a life they just have they just have noise they can occupy their void um that's part that's that's one part of facebook and that's like one percent and then the rest of it is just like people who are so who are just disappearing from you know regular world life and like they don't like their their human interactions are like i in real life are just over the years becoming less and less personal and less and less frequent and they they retreat you know rather than working on that they have this other thing that they could do which is mm -hmm. facebook and so they put that energy that they can no longer put into real life interactions into this other thing and for a lot of people it's it's very therapeutic and you know it's a lifesaver but for i'd say more people it's it's a it's a it's a pit that they put all the, like they should be forced to work on, to, to fix those problems that, that, that bring them to their so, computer yeah. after and, work, and, you know? Totally. Instead, it just becomes this like forum for them to be assholes. Yeah. Like, I have um, this friend who just like, I, I don't want to give too many specifics because she'll, I don't know, she probably listens, but like, this shit she airs like super personal stuff and it's super irrelevant to everyone and she like engenders she tags people you know to create discussions about like my neighbor this or like my blah and it's ridiculous like i know this person through professional contexts like from you know 10 years ago and we, we just we're facebook friends and the algorithm thinks that like I want to see her posts and it's horrible. And this yeah. has become this person's life. And I hung out with this person uh, four months ago, five months ago, something like that. Like whatever, whenever last year was, what was, whenever last year was, you know? <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever December of 20, 2019, whenever that was, I saw this person IRL and it was horrible. It was so fucking bad. It was just like everything she said upset me. It was either her going on a long diatribe about something that was not relevant to me. It was her, um, you know, uh, grabbing the conversation for herself from other people. It was her name dropping. It was her not just name dropping, but just like thing dropping, you know, like qualifying herself constantly in every way that she could. It was a horrible conversation. It was as if she had been waiting, you know, for a long time for this moment and she needed to get it all out. It was like making your first film, you know? Yeah, like you just want to get all the things, things out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you were the guy who just got the brunt of it. Cause yeah. you know, 
nobody else was talking to her. Right. So you, you took one for the team, Sean. Man, that, it sucked though. It sucked. Like I <laughs> yeah, was afterwards, I was so angry. I was, I was, I was using hateful language. I was so upset. Well, she gave it to you. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch uh, what we do in the shadows? No, I fucking hate Taika Waititi, and I got in trouble well, recently he, for ranting about him. And someone came back. And I know. I remember. Upset. It you was saw, on yeah. my page. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got in trouble. Well, he is like someone who like, works so with he's him. He's one of the like, creators bro. of a movie that the show is based on. Yeah, yeah. But the show is great. But anyway, just oh, he doesn't work on the show. Thing. He's like an executive producer, okay. right? But he's, he's not one of the main guys and he's not one of the actors. Okay. So you can enjoy it without <laughs> having to deal with him. Um, but one of the characters is an energy vampire. Okay. And um, on the most recent episode, it's like him feeding and he's got all these computers and he's just like, you know, being an asshole, like 5G causes coronavirus or whatever, you know? And he's just, and yeah. just making other people And people are taking the bait, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, it's amazing that people do that because I don't have too many of them. Like um, on Facebook, so Facebook is where I started in the Cave and the Bad Memes. And one of the main rules, and I only have a few rules on there, is don't be an asshole, mm -hmm. right? I don't want that shit there. No yeah. trolling, no anything. I will kick you the fuck out, like yeah. immediately, like zero tolerance. And so I've pulled that over to Instagram. And every now and then I get people, like I had one yesterday, like, wow, you really like can't take anything. You know, you're a snowflake. And I was just like, this is my place. Yeah. I get to be as much of a snowflake as I want to be. Right. You know? I've had those conversations so, before where people like I, I have a personal page. Like it's it's me. It's like it's not even like I'm running yeah. a space. Like this is just literally like my whatever, you know? And people sometimes yeah. will comment and be like I just uh, random, you know, like like I'm just a fucking person. I, I don't even mm -hmm. represent, you know, a community or an artist or something like that. And sometimes someone will come in and like just, I don't know, drop something. It's what someone said to me, like, they just like talked something down that I said and told me I was, you know, just like, you're a fucking idiot and you just want attention or something like that. And I was like, this is just, you know, like you're on my, this is so awkward. Like you're on my personal Instagram. Like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, like, look at that. They're on Instagram. Yeah. Everybody on Instagram wants attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, that's what this is. Like, I'm just, I'm posting on my personal page, no, like, about like, myself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sharing things that I think to the, to the people who have indicated that they want that. <laughs> that's literally the mechanism at work here. Like, I don't want to be, like, insecure about, like, that. You know, it's not like I'm going, yeah. you know, anyway, so, but, but yeah. And, and then it was, and then like other people respond, like all the, there were like five random kids responding to each other. And it was just like, it had nothing to do with anything. They were all just fighting. And I was just, you know, why, why are you going? Why? I don't know. Uh, we could, t internet hate is stupid, honestly, but you were telling oh me before we got onto this that uh, you were talking to me about DC versus 
you know, you're from New York and you're in DC now and you were talking to me about the curve and I was, I I interrupted you because I wanted to get it in this, Um, but I'm I'm super interested in um, what's going on. Yeah, basically. So I, for a while through the lockdown, I was just really just staying indoors. Right. But then I was just like feeling really sluggish. And so I'm like, I need to move. I need to get out. And so I would go out every single day for a long walk, but I'd always wear a mask, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's incredible to me. Like I'll walk through one area and there'll be like people wearing masks. Everything's cool. And then another area where it's like fucking nobody. And I look like the freak. Right. And, and that's sort of like the way this country is right now. And I don't (laughs) know, maybe it's the world, but part of me doesn't think it's the world because we got fucking Donald Trump, like, I'm not going to wear a mask. And all yeah. of his people are like, well, if he's not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's, and oh. it's just, it's infuriating because I read something that if someone's symptomatic and they're not wearing a mask and you are, your mask basically means fucking nothing. Right. But if they're wearing a mask and you are, it's like, no. So hmm. why wouldn't you just wear a goddamn mask, you know? I mean, I'm pretty binary with the whole thing. Like, just logically, I think about, I I, I probably break these things down more than the average person, you know, for myself, just like thinking about my day-to-day, like I write about this, you know, like it's my 24 hours, what am I going to, I don't think I was always this way, but I've I've made a point to to be this way over the last few years. I got rid of a lot of things. And um so I, I think about this very binary, like it's, it's, you make a decision, you know, am I okay with getting sick? Do I gain anything by the risk? And, and I thought about that. Like I did this whole, like, really, I like wrote it out with my family actually when I, in the beginning and I've done it, I've done like an audit kind of, of like life of like, okay, hmm. safety, happiness, work, creativity, you know, all, all these variables. And, and I break it down and it's like, so I hope to premiere my film at Venice Film Festival, September 2nd. That's when it starts and they say it's going to happen. I'm submitting, I'm talking to programmers. I want that to happen. If that happens, I am willing to go to Italy. And I don't, I I don't think I'll get sick. It's not like I'm saying like, I'm going to get sick. I think it's actually really safe because by September they're going to have their shit together and they're not going to do the festival unless they're super together. So I think that is going to be okay. I think that's, a very low risk, but more importantly, just to be straight up with it, to that's a dream. That's like a if premiering my film, you know, it is this journey of my life. Like Venice is my favorite thing in the world. I started my journey to like making this film by going to Venice, and to premiere it at Venice would just be like I, I, I was I was like crying by myself yesterday just at thinking about it. So. I'm basically uh, like, like, I'll try, I'm willing to risk it to do that. But yeah. there is nothing else that I'm willing to risk it for. I do not want to get sick. I've been sick with other parts of my life, like my skin and stuff like that. I don't want to get coronavirus. I, I, I don't, there's no benefit to it. Going back to New York. So, so that's why, you know, we look at it. I go to New York, I can go to Los Angeles, I can go to Miami. Like I like to be by the ocean. So Miami is the, um, the middle ground. But it's like, I'll spend a bunch of money to rent an apartment in Miami and live there and whatnot. The beaches will probably be closed. And like, I still won't like improve, I won't get more work done. You know, it's not like being in New York or LA, 
either would allow me to like be, you know, my show to get more views or something like that, or more guests. Like I'm not going to go to people's houses to record. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to like all my music sessions are going to be remote anyway. We're not going to shoot my next film anytime soon. That's none of that is going to happen. So the risk to me is binary. Do I like, I want to do zero risk unless I have a really good reason to risk it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it's, it's like you say, you know, like I have no, there is nowhere in it where like my social life factors in where my, like, I'm not thankfully like knock on wood, like I'm happy. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm healthy. Like mentally I'm not feeling like isolated in some horrible yeah. way. Like I'm really good with solitude. I'm really good by myself. I love books. I love tea. I love, I love this time. I'm super productive. Same. Yeah. yeah. So, so some of us, you know, some of us are not, but I'm one of those yeah. that is good with it. You give me three months in a fucking beautiful place by myself and I'm not scared of that, you know? Mm. And, and I mean, that's what I've been doing. Uh, so, you know, the, I was talking to a friend two days ago. She just FaceTimes me randomly and like, this was someone who I don't know that well, and she's in New York. And she, I thought of this when you started telling me what you were, what you were watching, because I was like, oh, that's this person. And she doesn't know, she doesn't like know enough about me. So she kind of shot her mouth off. She, she, she walked into a lion's den, kind of, you know? Like she didn't know how passionately against what she was about to talk about I was. And she's like talking about, you know, it's just so crazy. I'm just dying to like be able to, you know, I'm sick of this already. Right. Aren't you like, aren't, aren't you, you know, isn't it enough already? Like, I just want to like be able to be loose and hang out and like, it's no big deal. Right. And I was like, <sighs> she was talking about, she had hosted a party the other night and she's, you know, figuring out the logistics to do more. Oh, she was calling me. The reason why she was calling me was because she had been to a party that I threw in the Hamptons last summer. And she was asking me if I knew of anything going on this weekend because it's Memorial Day. Yeah. By the way, I did not know it was going to be Memorial Day until she called me <laughs> to ask me this. It just yeah, did not oh, occur yeah. to me. Like, yeah. and she, That's yeah, so time. she was calling me to ask me if I knew about parties in the Hamptons. And, and I'm like, oh, oh, what? you're using like a hey what's up catch up get to know me better facetime call as an excuse not. to ask me yeah, yeah exactly as an excuse to ask me if there's i'm like wow that was, that was nice that you're calling like rather than texting me you know just saying like oh yeah i don't know this person that well let me take the time but really you're doing it so that you're hoping that i'll feel closer to you and let you know about like like exclusive parties yeah that are happening during quarantine <laughs> I, I was just like I, I was just like first of all no like i don't know of anything but second of all i would be completely against it and i would be like i'm so upset by the fact that you're asking me yeah like first of all no secondly you fucking idiot yeah this isn't over yeah not even close <sighs> This is so, how the second wave starts. You exactly. Know? So that's like, why I don't want to come home because yeah. I think we're going to fuck it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And thankfully we got Cuomo. He seems to be doing a great fucking job. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, 
what I love about him is that people from every other state are like, well, I'm going to watch this guy because the right. fucking president is an idiot, you know? And he's telling me to like inject Clorox, you know, and maybe that'll know, help. That's funny. I was like, when I heard that, cause I literally like, so with the news, I go through phases where I watch it all the time and then I don't watch it for like two months. Yeah. And so I'm in that don't watch for two months kind of thing. Okay. So I have almost no fucking idea what's going on in the world. I'm okay with that sort of, I know it's still there and I know Corona is still going through. Um, but man, it's just disheartening, you know, and especially with everything that's going to be happening this year with the election and everything, it's like, is that even going to happen? You know, where is Yeah, it's funny. Happen? I tweeted that the other day. I was just like, totally forgot there's an election happening right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> and it might not, you yeah. know? It's I mean, funny, Cuomo tweeted yesterday that he encourages uh, sports teams should reopen training camp and veterinarians should reopen. <laughs> it was like those two, because <laughs> they're related. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. That's our reopening. Like, oh, I mean, you think vets. Michael Vick and, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're going to have Vic out there, we got to make sure the vets are, are That's right. you know. <laughs> That's right. You know. They're ready for war. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to stitch them up. Shit. Oh, man. So, okay. So this is, oh my God. I'm looking at a bunch of dolphins right now. Nice. Right there. I was told they're going to come soon. I'm looking at you right now. Looking at dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't, I didn't lose my train of thought though. Um, no, it's cool. I, so I ask you about these things about you know the like what you're watching in the streets and stuff like that what's going on around you because what you've also evolved your you know community your accounts whatever your your communications to with the stories is is you know like i i think we we i've been following you since before but like where we started talking was when you started doing these stories and yeah. and you've you know that was early on too yeah very early on i was barely like into them at all it's like i feel now they're just so incorporated into my life like every single morning i get up I mean, you and do I'm a like, lot of them yeah new batch of stories because before i go to sleep i post the questions right. here, you know and then i let it fill up and i yeah. just get up in the morning because the morning is when i feel like my most wise <laughs> no it's sure. like i'm i'm freshly ready for you know i'm caffeinated and there's science that i've i've read science on that actually yeah it's it's like you want to get someone on the phone like if you have you know a pitch or something like that pitch in the morning things like that yeah. uh yeah. because you know the thing that's going to piss someone off that's going to filter into your conversation will just more likely happen at yeah. some point and then you know if you do it later yeah um yeah totally so in the morning I am fresh. useless in the afternoon and evening it's just like fuck it you know so i i try to get up at like five in the morning so i know i have you know good seven hours before noon and then you know i might still be good for a while but you know it's like during the week i i work a day job and i'm i'm working to get the fuck out of there and i uh -huh like start working as just Dave Tarnowski and like, you know, um, 
I always held myself back from that. I always had the, um, you know, I, I grew up with the whole nine to five mentality, you know, okay. I've got middle class family and, um, and then there was one point in my thirties where I was just like, this is fucking bullshit, man. Like, I, I just like, why do we have to do this? We don't have to do this. Yeah. You know, but I mean, some people just believe that they do have to do that. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to like, we've discussed my podcast and I'm, I'm going to be getting that going pretty soon, which is really exciting. So just, just giving like a, for someone uh, who doesn't know, well, actually no one knows. So, so can, can I speak like, not, not, I won't say any names, but can I speak like generally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, you helped get it started. So, so yeah. yeah, I just don't want to like, uh, I don't want to break anything. That's no, like, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so 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 Dave and I just connected, you know, through mutual interest. Like his his he does a great job curating his account, and it's super creative. And I've been a fan for a while. And then he started doing the, uh, basically what he's referring to right now is like before bed he'll just post like what's on your mind or something like that, or you know, a prompt to on Instagram stories to respond a question. And like I, I've never seen anything like this, you know, um, like if I post a prompt of what's on your mind or even something more like much, 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 well, there's a boat going to the dolphin right now. What are they doing? <laughs> I hope they're just going. To What's look. on your mind? <laughs> yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. They're awesome. <laughs> it's like, it's like kittens, kittens. Like, <laughs> like what were we talking about? Oh, cupcakes. I love cupcakes. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, but, so he posts, so, so if, if I, like, I have like a fucking blue check mark and, you know, d allegedly some people think they that won't like, give I have, me one, by the way, you'll hand you, a, a church will take care of it. <laughs> uh, if not, if not, I'll do it for you. But, um, you like when I post something, nobody gives a fuck. Like, like I get like three responses from ex-girlfriends or something like that. And cause, cause they know that like, I need that TLC. Oh. And that I, you know, I get low if nobody gives me any response, but I got to start I, giving you love. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just playing. I never really, I never really uh, do these kinds of prompts, but when I do, it is true. Nobody responds <laughs> <laughs> like in the few instances, but Dave does it. And like, I'm talking, I mean, you, you probably get more than it's like his version of red hand files, which I've referred to a bunch of times on this yeah. show, which is Nick bit. Cave's like mailer. Um, which he does beautifully, but Dave gets like hundreds of responses and he responds to, I mean, I don't know what percentage Probably about of, half, half a yeah. lot. So if you look at his stories at any given day on either account, um, it's just, it's just like tiny, tiny bubbles because he's doing like a hundred of them and they're, you know, the, the responses are super, you know, existential. They're not all sad. Like they're, they're just, I'd say they all sit in the like existential category, uh, you know, generally, but it's like, I just started, you know, I, I just got back together with my ex and I'm worried that we're falling into old habits. What do you think? It's a lot of things where like, you know, what I find is that you are often, and you say this, like that people are answering their own questions and you just are there to validate that they're answering their own questions. And that's what you end up doing as a, like a therapist in many therapy, ways. Basically. Exactly. And, and you're saying like, you just got to do what you already know you got to do. And you're kind of like motivating it. But 
and anyway, like, you know, D Dave can go into this. Like, I just wanted to kind of give the context of what we're talking about here. And it's, I mean, I see it as like, it's a phenomenon to me that this, this level of engagement and, and Dave is very good at it. And clearly, I guess one of the things I said to you early on was like, I can't believe like you have the wherewithal to do it. Like the patience, the, the yeah. focus, the, the care, like you give a shit every single time and it's beautiful. I don't. And that's tremendous, you know, like I'll sit here for an hour or two and talk to you, but I won't like, if someone said that ex-girlfriend, I'd be like, yeah, you're being a fucking idiot. Get out of here. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know what you're talking about? Like, shut the fuck Which up. Get I on my feet. occasionally say, yes. you know, I, I, I do. Yeah, you shut people down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and anyway, like our conversations uh, just evolved into like, yo, you should fucking like have this like as a format, like uh, this is more than an Instagram account. You should have a, a, a podcast. And, yeah. uh, uh, I won't, I don't know what, how, how this person feels. So, so I won't go into specifics, but basically I, while I was talking to Dave, I have a friend who is very, very, very connected to one of the, uh, things that Dave is very passionate about. And, um, <laughs> I'll try to do this like without like making it, <laughs> uh, and, that person also like produces fucking podcasts. And I was like, yo, let me just like, let me just bring these things together. Uh, and it's happening, which is really, really exciting. Um, yeah. So they're working on the pilot and whatnot. And, and it's going to be, it's, it's ridiculously relevant. Like the, the combination of the elements, it's, it's, it's crazy that all of these elements can fit together in the world. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty fucking cool. And I've been recording a ton of stuff. Like, I'm actually, so right now I'm just doing it on my phone, you know? Uh -huh. It's like, fuck it. It's quarantine, everything. Buy this microphone. It's like I don't have bucks. a nice mic. This yeah, is like, you know, but I will. Rode NT USB, get it on yeah. Amazon. I think it's like 150 or something like that. Okay. And cool. it totally changes like the the tone. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm, I'm using fucking voice messages on the iPhone. I mean, it, it works fine. Yeah. Picking it up beautifully. Yeah. And just this morning, I, I started actually like, oh, shit, I know how to edit this now. So it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to be sitting there like 30 minutes like, oh, is this going to suck? Oh, you like know? rehearsing plus, it. Yeah. Plus, she's editing the shit out of it. So that's, yeah. that's going to be great, too. Um, but no, I uh, one of my favorite things is and i've gotten this on instagram a bunch of times why is a meme account giving life advice why is a meme that was my first thought yeah giving advice and i don't fucking know yeah you know? <laughs> it I just mean, is basically it's like the, the way i look at it and this this is sort of how i've uh, seen it for a while now i'm not just a meme account uh -huh. i'm moving beyond that you yeah. know one of the things um, that really helped, and this was when I really started steamrolling as far as like followers go, was uh, when I started talking openly about mental health. Yeah. You know, because so many people have these issues. Yeah. So few people talk freely about it. Well, you're disseminating the information that builds the community. So, so all of these, you know, what is twin? What are Nick Cave's songs about? You know, you are yeah. going into that they're all about. Yeah. Heartbreak, sorrow, murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, like you, you know, you'll get some people talking about traumatic experiences and loss and stuff like that, you know? 
Yeah. Like murder ballads are relevant to, you know, the psychology, the feelings of. Oh yeah. I mean, especially if you look on the victim side of things, you know, and their family and all uh -huh. that shit or the family of the murderers, you know? Yeah. I mean, either way. But that's, that's not so much um, what comes up, unsurprisingly. Um, well, it gets into everything. really, it's mimetics, you know, the, like we call it, yeah. you know, meme has, has lost its meaning in a funny way because yeah. meme is about something that carries a tertiary meaning to that one plus one equals something else, semiotics right. and, and mimetics. And if you, you know, what you just said like the concept is inherent in the idea that, um, you know, it's not just a meme account. A meme account is not just a meme account, period. It's yeah. become like, like it was super, super meaningful until it became not meaningful. Like the whole point of it is that we all connect on these symbols and they mean something to right. us and they resonate. Therefore, people are drawn to the th That's what memetics is. And then when it became a meme account, then it stopped being memetics actually. And it just became, the, the activity became right. like Netflix. Like I don't go to Netflix to watch this specific show or, or, or let me go backwards actually. I don't want to watch this specific show. I'm just gonna turn on Netflix. And it's the passive behavior. Right. So the way that memes yeah. became a thing was an active behavior. And then it became passive when it just became right. an outgrowth. But at its, at its core, it's a very active aspect that makes people click follow on Nick Cave and the bad memes. Oh, yeah. They're not doing it out of some, you yeah. know. No, go ahead. Yeah, one of the greatest things that anyone can say to me, and I, I get it on a daily basis, I feel seen, you know? And yeah. that's that's the thing that really matters to me is, um, I mean, I, I grew up feeling like I was a shitty person. Like I was just like, why would anyone like me, right? And what, what's amazing now is, I like a lot of the same things that I did when I was a kid, but yeah. now I'm fucking open about them. Yeah. And having that confidence and being like, yeah, I fucking, I, I love geology. I love rocks here. Look at my rocks. And people are like, Oh my God, show me more rocks, you know? And um, it's just become like this forum for self-acceptance. And I think when a lot of people see me being accepting of myself in like all ways, that's inspiring for them to do the same. Right. And, oh man, there's, there's nothing like that. And like, I say this thing all the time. I never knew I wanted to help people and still I started helping people. Huh. And then in helping people, I was helping myself. And every yeah. single morning. Yeah, you've I always said up, that to me. Every time we've ever talked about it, you've always said that like the activity yeah. of doing this is, is really as much for you as, as it is for anyone else. Oh yeah. If not more, you know, and every single morning when I get up and I do it, because the thing is the prompts that I get, the things that people talk about, this is how it differs from like a therapy session, right? I go into therapy and I'm just like, well, here's what's on my mind. I'm asking you what's on your mind you're giving me an idea of like, oh, I've got this thing and I've got these opinions about this thing. And 
like just the other day. And there, there are a lot of hot button issues, right? Yeah. And some issues I need to steer away from because of the terms of service. Because literally this one time, I probably told you this before, but not everyone oh, yeah. listened. Yeah, exactly. Go into someone it. sent, someone submitted, I hate men, right? And I replied to it and I got fucking reported for hate speech, right? And so I'm like, I don't oh, want to lose my account because That's ridiculous. I'm replying to people. You know, it's yeah. like, I didn't even fucking say that, you know? And so when people write in and it's, it's one of the main reasons why I really want to get the podcast going, going is to talk about stuff like suicide. Yeah. Because if you talk about suicide on Instagram, you will also get dinged. And really? there are a lot of people out there who have these thoughts and they really feel like they're alone and that it's bad to have these thoughts. Yeah. And I want to tell them that it's not. Especially that now. Everybody has those thoughts at one point or another. I've out. thought about suicide yeah. since I was like five. Yeah. Like every day. Escape. You know, life is I wrote, I like wrote hard. a book this year or no, sorry, last year. And I, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably just going to like integrate it into the show and do like a chapter at a time. But like nice. tons of the book is about suicide. And I'm someone that like, outwardly i have i have philosophies around suicide that are very like like i would never do it um the short version is like i would never do it because the world is really big and i can always just like move to a beach somewhere and forget everything and whatever um but the other side of it is with unbearable irrepressible pain i would like there's been times there's been a couple times in my life where i've been in lots and lots like crazy pain and if that continued i'd want to be dead and so that's my exception. So I said my whole life I would never do it until I felt that level of pain. And when I didn't know if it was going to stop, I was like, if this doesn't stop, I'd rather be dead. Um, and so there yeah, are different forms. That, right? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's my stance on it, basically. But beyond that, the, uh, I've thought about killing myself like, const- you know, like uh, constantly. And I always yeah. find a way not to, but I've every single conflict I have becomes a, you know, there's a solution for that. And yeah, like that solution has been on the table since I'm a child, since I knew what death was, that was a solution. And yeah, and we don't, we don't talk about it enough. And I know I have friends who right now more than, you know, more than usual, they don't have the things that keep them from, it's very hard. It's, you know, it's everyone, it's different to talk down that solution. And when you have fewer, when you have less language to talk down that solution, like right now for a lot of people, it becomes really, really, you know, loud. And yeah, I think it's important to talk about that and to explain to people, yeah, like very simply that they're not, the only person thinking about this and they don't have to be quiet about it and and it really bugs me when you have the huge social media accounts and they're like draconian with their responses to stuff like that like you don't talk about that you know like i've known people like facebook will block someone for 24 hours or a week or whatever just for saying like boys are gross you know because yeah yeah, and it's like, what the fuck is happening 
with this world. Like on the one hand, I'm all for people being and being allowed to be more sensitive, right? Nobody should be an asshole to you and just get away with it, you know, scot-free. But there's also like, there's a line, right? It's like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. There's nuance, but algorithms don't fucking deal with nuance. And that's the problem with that. I mean, yeah, like I worked at Apple and the best way for it to work is for everything to be the same, you know, for, for, for one thing to process all of the same things constantly. And as close as you can get to that as possible is the best corporation. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. Like uh, I use, I wrote an article a few weeks, a few weeks ago. And one of the examples, I talked about consolidation and how consolidation limits creative diversity and creative diversity delivers, you know, limits, uh, limiting creative diversity limits creative beauty. Um, And yeah, I use the example of radio and it's just like skipping, you know, paraphrasing the whole thing is that like radio works best for the company when all radio stations are owned by the same people and they all play the same music. That's the ideal. That's the, that's the best version of, of a company, of a radio company. They have one song playing, <laughs> you know, in every city and everyone in the world is happy with that one Justin Bieber track. That would be the best company for them. <laughs> for them. <laughs> everyone would want to yeah. kill themselves. Back to the suicide question. We would have no... <laughs> But, you know, they'd lose some customers. Yeah, in that world, I think I would do it. <laughs> yeah, unbearable, irrepressible pain. We went over this, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think you need to go uh, also, you know, your, your responses are 10 seconds, 15 seconds, you know, they're quick. And I think you have a whole, you know, you have threads, you have, you have deep dives to do. And you also have conversations to have and, you know, it's a different format and yeah, you could, you could expand it. That's one thing that I'm doing with the show is so this morning I recorded, it was about a 10 minute response Uh to someone. And I'm going to be doing that whether I do this weekly or every other day or whatever, I'm going to be doing that every episode. And um, it's, I've been getting into that on the Instagram more. Like I've been uh, a lot of times I'll have a lot more to say on a subject, especially if it's near and dear to me and um, I'll just start riffing. And so I'll just keep recording yeah. one after another, after another response. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I really need, like everyone's saying I should do a YouTube thing too. And I probably will because you just do them together. Yeah. Now. You just, you yeah. just record, like I'm recording video on all of these yeah. and right now I'm just putting the audio up, but I'll put the, I'll put the video up soon. Uh, part yeah. of it is the, my issue is that I'm on this shitty Wi-Fi here. So I need my, I need like <laughs> my friend in New York well, to do it for me, yeah. which sucks, but you're in Mexico. Um, so. Yeah, exactly. And like, we have a good hookup because the Telcel CEO has a house nearby, but like it, that just means we have like, that just means we can do this, but uploading a video still take, yeah. And, and I'm like on shitty serve, you know, it says my network connection yeah. is low, but like everybody else enough. has like quarter feet. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone like literally won't be able to make a call and we could do video chat, which is huge, but I can't like, if I, I was trying to upload, like uploading Instagram stories is, is basically impossible. It takes like a day. It's for 15 oh, seconds. God. So to do an IGTV or a YouTube, 
I would need, uh, <laughs> I would need to like rent another house with another Wi-Fi just yeah. to have that running. And like that would you be what tape it You gotta Wi-Fi's together and like get all of their Oh, you know something actually, yeah. I know the next door neighbors. I could get their Wi-Fi connection. I could actually yeah. do this, come to think of it. As I said, that stupid idea, I'm like, <laughs> actually, I share a wall with someone who's not here. I could get their Wi-Fi. See, there's um, nothing like talking out loud about something. There you, you know? go. It's just like, oh shit. Solution. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're sitting in your thoughts, right. you don't do that because yeah. you end up sitting in like two thoughts. I'm a shitty person. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know? like oh man, the this food cycle stuff is so crazy. It like just, especially right now, you know, with nothing to prevent the constant food thoughts. Like, I need. I, I've I've a weird. I talk. I've talked about this a bunch, but like, I'm weird. My food situation is strange. Where like, I require very little amount of food to. Like I could fast for five days and I'm at my peak energy. Oh, wow. and it, like I don't know why, uh, but it's the way I am. And like, but I love food, so I'll binge all the. I'll eat like three meals a day is is like death to me. It means it means like that's all I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I need one max lean meal, you know, wow. and I'm good. But I but I love to eat. So I've had like a, I had a pound of brisket yesterday because someone brought it from Mexico City for me, and it was there, you know, and like, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna eat it. I would um, do the same. And brisket's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I, but I, I haven't had it in months. So uh, it was a treat. Um, but oh, por favor, puedes usar teléfono arriba porque estoy recordando. Gracias. Sorry. Um, no. Uh, Food. Yeah, I mean, during quarantine, it's so fucked up, like, relationship with food. Yeah. Like, if I'm just sitting here and it's all right there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. especially before it's, bed. It's terrible. Like, I, before quarantine, I never went to the grocery store as much as I do now. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's insane. I'm like every other day at least. Yeah. You know? And like I was doing the fucking budget, you know, I was looking over the bills for food and I was like, holy shit, you know, you're spending more money on food now. Yeah. You know? And like the worst shit, you know, like I've eaten so many pierogies in the past month that I am a pierogi now. Um it's just Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm a big fucking dumpling. And um, I mean, before quarantine, I was a smaller dumpling, but yeah, it's like, but. I was exercising really well and then I've been bad lately. Like, like I got the food hookup recently and I've just been like, all right, like I'll, I'll get, I'll give myself a couple weeks of like just garbage. And then by garbage, I mean, I'm, I'm eating like really good stuff, but like that I don't need, you know? Um, and I think like, I'm going to start getting lean again and exercising. Like I can't exercise as well, not even close when I'm eating a lot because I just get tired Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my whole body just slows down. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I, I don't start eating until like 11 o'clock in the morning. So I'm up like six hours. And I've got yeah, that's good. good. But then after that, it's like... I wake up yeah. a little later, but I try and keep my meals to much. You know, I, I don't eat before. Usually like 2.30, even 4 o'clock, I'll have like my first meal. And I'll just have like liquids before then. So go t- tell me about like with the show. So we're talking about video and stuff like that. So um, what do you want to do? You want to have guests on like, or do you want to do, is it sort of like a Dear Abby format? Are you going to have topics that you do deep dives on? Are you going to be doing like, yeah. what's the, what are you thinking? Yeah. I, I don't want to do guests yet. You uh-huh. know, it's, it's like, it's sort of like the way I look at things and the way I am um, is I like to get good at something before I can move on to something else. Okay. And so the whole thing, like I was very happy that when I started recording the podcast, it was coming out so well, because when I do something like an Instagram live, right, I end up sitting there like, so, um, you know, and it's just so like not good at all. But with the, with the format and with, with thinking in terms of like mental health and sad bastard music and the whole community and all of that, it's like, I do want to have deep dives and like specific kind of episodes, you know, like targeted um, subjects. But that being said, I can see like, say second season or something, if it's a season kind of thing Mm -hmm. of starting to have guests you know, and then getting, you know, learning how to be a interviewer and, you know, getting, because I, I, I would love, like, there are a bunch of people there that I already have in mind that I would love to interview, you know, and um, especially for the meme fans, other meme accounts, other, yeah. and not like these fucking crazy million follower meme accounts, which just are like aggregate accounts and all that, but like people who are doing the work that those people steal you know it's like i want to talk to yeah all those real they're people. all just marketing agencies that you know get oh, hired yeah. to do strategy so they basically build these accounts that become their flagships that get them yeah. jobs to go build strategy for celebrities which includes you know nothing really the strategy is just yeah. is very simple like anyone knows how to do social media posting combined with just access to gigantic audiences which boost numbers and that's it so and then they do like interviews like i read an interview with this company the other day that does that and like the the answers that there is zero information in the entire interview like they say nothing it's just they built up a really big meme account through like ways that everyone like a million people have done at this point and then they use that to do strategy for, uh, for celebrities and that's it. And, but, but the strategy is not, it's not really strategy. It's just execution of techniques that are yeah. well known at this point. Someone's got to do it. So the right. biggest accounts get those jobs and they just make their accounts really big. And then they boost the numbers of their campaigns with those accounts. So their execution looks effective when it's, it's not like ineffective. It's just, it's like exactly what it is and it's a numbers game yeah nothing yeah it's it's like but that's our you know that's that ecosystem 
Yeah, and it's it's so frustrating. Like um, Nine Gag shared one of my things, and of course they didn't credit me because they had gotten it from some other place. Because nobody fucking cares. That's and really. So funny. I literally like. I am. Uh, my I thought fan we were base getting is, better at that. Like I was at yeah, Apple when we kicked people, Fat Jew off. Yeah, yeah, but we, we gave him a Beats One show, and then he got in trouble for for ripping everyone off, and they yeah. they fired him. I don't think they called it that, but that's what it was. You know, they fired him. To be clear, I, I, that was not like, I had nothing to do with it. I was one of, you know, I just, uh, like I was, I was vaguely affiliated and, and, <laughs> but, but I, I was, I was not mad at the decision. I thought it was a good decision, but I, yeah. I didn't like fire anybody. Well, what, what I quite like is, um, when I, so usually one of my followers will comment on, somebody else stealing my shit and be like, you should credit. Good, yeah. And, uh, and I'll see it. And so I'll post something in my stories, especially with the big account. I was just like, go shame them. And I will eventually get credit. <laughs> but the thing with like getting credited is once something's up for like an hour, it's fucking done. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. Even if it keeps getting and you know, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, the game though, regardless is to, is to build horizontally, not vertically. I talk about this all yeah. the time, you know, and that's what you're doing right now with the podcast. So, you know, the, the meme yeah. account is just, is just a qualification is just a talking point. It's just a stepping stone to the next thing. Right. And, and it's not that it's right. for lack of value, but meaning you've built it enough for it yeah. to get you, you've crossed the threshold that whether right. you have this amount of credit or that amount of credit, like doesn't matter. It's enough to, you know, like we kind of talked about, like, what were the things that, you know, the story, the bullet points that made you worthwhile to work with on, on this thing, you know, and you had that, you satisfied that. So you build horizontally. And then once you build, like, once you have a show that you're, po that you're, you know, putting up every week, like, you're not going to be worried about attribution on your memes because yeah. you got the show already and, you know, you're, you have more leverage of that. And at that point right. it becomes because meme account with a podcast with a following with a studio behind it is better than, you know, just random meme account. So it becomes that yeah. them stealing it from you is actually a bad move for them because you are worth crediting because yeah. you have, you validate them. And they want you to comment back or something, you know, say they want you in that comment thread, giving the thumbs up. Thanks for resharing or whatever, because that makes them look yeah. good. So you solve your problem in an indirect way, rather than attacking the problem and policing it. You solve your problem by just making yourself worth tagging, you yeah. know, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, that, that's been really, um, heartening and really uh really good as far as like like most of my life i you know from when i was very young i told myself i was just gonna be a fiction writer and i was gonna be a successful novelist and if i wasn't that i was just gonna fucking kill myself right because i must be that and then i started memeing but it was just like this silly hobby that i had um and it wasn't like i was okay at it but i wasn't the best you know and, um, but then the beginning of last year, I was like, you know what, let me just actually put the writing on the side. 
I don't have to say I'm quitting it. I'll just get back to it. Let me focus on building this thing because this is starting to take off. And I'm glad I did that because it, and, and the irony, Sean, is that I never finished a novel, right? And I always wanted to, I, I wrote like 10 unfinished novels. I kept, I, oh, I wow. never stopped trying. And now I'm writing the shortest stories possible. Uh -huh. You know, fucking memes. It's just yeah. like these little Two lines, things. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, you know, this, this whole thing is like, I really love the way things went. But so, you and then get the show this, going, I'll be you'll able get to a book deal. It. Exactly. You'll get a book deal yeah. and then fuck yeah, you will get it done because you'll have a new, yeah. the framework will be different. You won't be sitting there. Yeah. carving out a few hours at a time, stealing it between your job and your this and your that, yeah. you know, that's a different, when no one cares, it, like, I don't think writer's block is really a thing. I think it's like, yeah. you just, you know, you get, you, you have fucked up framework. It's not writer's block. It's not it's lack of hatred. Yeah, exactly. It's like when I'm sitting, it sucks when like, I don't have any reason to finish this thing, you know? Yeah. Like, cause I'm not going to make it because no one's going to be reading this and yeah, exactly. like motivating yourself to finish that. You have to have a lot of belief in what you're doing to do that. And like, otherwise it's just very easy to, to move on. Um, but when you're writing as part of, you know, a machine that is for you, yeah. a machine that is operating for you, you want to feed it mm -hmm. and, uh, and it becomes practical to finish it you know it, it's like i could stay up an extra hour and get this thing out to the person who is going to respond so that i wake up and i have feedback like yeah that's worth staying up the extra hour. like that happens to me you know when i'm in it when i'm doing when it's good like when it when it's working but I, when I have like, that's, that, that's a wonderful thing to stay up and finish for, or to, to force yourself to finish the, the scene or whatever, when you know that like, there's going to be a response and yeah, it becomes that this, uh, um, you know, the dopamine of liking stuff on Instagram and stuff and getting responses yeah. like, you can put that into it's so much better when it's like real work you know yeah. we're all addicted to that oh, little yeah. that little constant drip of dopamine from instagram but like when That's i write ridiculous. something and i get feedback it's so cool and so yeah mm -hmm. so like the last chunk of i was it was it was harder probably when i was more like in my own bubble when i like removed myself from the world it took it took uh i don't know no i mean it was, it was, it was always up and down, but like there was different motivating factors. Um, but once I got to the point where I had people involved, which I have now for, for a minute, like it's cool. And you know what I found? I have a script that I'm, I, I need to finish, but I'm not going to show it to anyone for a minute because I need everyone to focus on the current thing, but this is the thing right, that comes like right after it. And it's been harder to finish that thing because there's no feedback loop. There's no dopamine and the other stuff. So it's very easy to jump into the other stuff. 
and it's yeah. all good. None of it is Instagram. None of it is bullshit. None of it is like, you know, me just FaceTiming random friends for nothing. I'm not doing that level of distraction work, but like, I still have to finish that script. And I know that a lot of it is because the only urgency is, is ones is, is what I tell myself, you know, there's right. no active urgency. Nothing's coming. Well, and that's, that's, that's how I felt about the podcast. And you, you oh. were great with really pushing me. <laughs> and cause you're just like, dude, just fucking do it yourself. Yeah. If someone's not getting back to you, just do it yourself. Yeah. And, um, it's like so many things came together to really push this forward. But one of the things that really did was I got so much more into what I do in the stories than the main feed. Right. You know, it's like, it almost became a nuisance. It was just like, all right, I got to come up with a good meme to keep the machine going. And not like I don't, like I never that. post on my main feed. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, you know, but I just got bored really, of it like you. Yeah. It's been really heartening to see like thousands of people looking at the stories because uh -huh. nobody looks at stories or almost nobody looks at stories. And so when people tell me I ignore all stories, but I look at yours and I watch all of yours, I'm like, yeah, man, that's, that's something, you know? And, um, so it's, it's really exciting to get this, uh, yeah. this podcast going because I know, like you said, building horizontally, I know it's just one step. Like someone reached out right. to me, I don't want to name names, but from a comedy troupe uh -huh. and they do a, uh, a weekly show on YouTube and they want me to write something for them. Oh, and I'm huge, like, yeah. yes, awesome. I want more of this shit. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what so, validates you to get that, you know? Exactly. And it becomes your thing. It becomes the thing that like draw, like it's your deal flow in a way where like those kinds of people are aware of you and contact you like that might the podcast might be like, like I don't think it will be but like let's say you make zero dollars on the podcast ever you know yeah. but it's your centerpiece for all the writing gigs that you do it's the thing that gets yeah. you the book deal whatever you know you know what I'm getting at like just you know it broadens you mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah things like that like we have you know we have the ability now as people to have like personal flagships in a way yeah. and go from there you know so, it's so, so weird though. Like, it literally blows my mind like how many celebrities follow me <laughs> and how many celebrities that i love love my work you know like literally i was talking to one this morning a band that i've loved since i was like 15 yeah. and one of the members was just like oh my god you followed me i'm like <laughs> so like honored and memes I'm like, are the new are rock stars yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like 15 year old me would have so been get like him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy, but I'm, I'm happy, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself and that's, that's the most important thing. Right. Well, it's you taking know? that, you know, stuff that other people don't say, but feel, and you're saying it and then people yeah. are connecting to it because they feel it too. And they yeah. have something inside of them that makes them think that they're not allowed to say it. They're not supposed to say it. They don't have approval. They don't have bandwidth to say it, or which is not true. For feeling it. Right. Yeah. None of which is true, but you're out yeah. there doing it. This thing that they have some block against and they actually project you as bigger than you really are because of their yeah. own block. And therefore like this band, 
that you think is much bigger than you because they make music, they think you're much bigger than them because you get to say all these feelings that they actually, you know, hide in bullshit rock hooks and stuff like that, you know? And <laughs> I don't know the band, but I'm just mean, you know. Um, but we yeah, all but anytime, like, like anytime I follow someone, they're like, Oh my God, you followed me. It was like, oh, I can't believe it. I'm just like, I'm just a guy. But like, use that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And use that yeah. to grow where, you know, like I, I have a few, I don't know, today it happened to me where I like responded to someone's story, a writer who I really love. And, and she like wrote back like right away. And it, it was like one of those moments where I'm like, Oh, Whoa. Like, yeah. and now I'm going to like have her on the show, but it like, I would never, she's, she's a writer who I read and she's really smart and she's yeah. awesome. And yeah, I just like follow her on Instagram and I, she posted a movie that I know. And I was like, Oh my God, I love this movie, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, right. Isn't it great? And I was like, Oh wait, was not expecting her to like <laughs> actually interact with me. You know? <laughs> but that's one, one of the things that I talk about so much with people is just like, we're all human beings. We're all going through this. Yeah, exactly. She's just a person. Like she's yeah. in New York City sitting in a room by herself. Like, yeah. Wh why wouldn't she respond? Like, but, but to me, I'm like. <laughs> what the fuck else is she doing, that's man? But, you know, it's not insulting. It's like we're all yeah. doing nothing right now. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you, you know, we were chatting this morning and, you know, we were like, we should do an episode. And, and I think you said it before I said it, but I would have said it. It's like, yo, I like do it today like you know, like we just did this on the fly and i've said this to a bunch of people i'm like yeah you know like i don't have anything until nine o'clock like i'm gonna swim at yeah. some point but i can swim anytime i want because it's it's right there with the dolphins but yeah. <laughs> but like that's it it's like if Stop i'm not in the water yeah they're fucking beautiful man i'm sure <laughs> But it's like, you're, if I'm not in the water, I'm behind free. behind you because you want to look at them. So you're robbing me of <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I, I'll, I'll send you pictures. I, I flipped the uh, thing around, but you know. That's, that's, that's the same as being there, absolutely. It's, it's the same, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what they feel like. They, they, their skin. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, but that's a funny thing that I've experienced also of this like, people checking their calendars and stuff like that or how's next thursday you know and i'm like oh, sure next thursday like yeah it's fine like let me let me let me look at my like my my meeting schedule for Will 10 you days from know now when next thursday comes yeah exactly I'm, I'm like i'm like yeah, is I'm that like what month are you talking about like I, so that's why like, so I, I like how you're on my schedule of just like okay yeah, like in an hour cool hell. great talk to you then i'm gonna like have some tea like you know do some jumping jacks and like then i'll be ready and that's it like that's some you know i have i mean that's my life is like i have a few calls i have like a couple like literally i have one i have like an edit on my film happening i have songs in progress but that's like you know we're talking about three people like that i'm talking to in a day like about actual current shit and then this so it's like whatever you know i don't care. it's easy none of the yeah. other stuff is is here anymore i'm not like there's no 45 minutes on the subway to get to the place i have to get to mm -hmm. or you know there's no coordinating just none of that none of that's happening anymore so it's like you know it's different and and, and i don't get people you're like 
you got a high powered job, you know, you're running a big company and you're keeping it afloat and you have 75 employees or whatever, like, cool, got it. But like everybody else, like when people who have regular jobs or like artists or whatever, like you do not have a packed calendar. If you have a packed calendar, that's because you're manifesting that for yourself because you're insecure and you need to have a full day or else you'd feel like a loser or something. <laughs> exactly. Like that. But, um, um, but like when I talk to those people, I get, I get super annoyed, man. Like, cause, cause like you can't say that to them. There's only like, you have good friends that you could say that to, but like most people I can't say like, yo, you're an asshole. Like, I know that your job is not so like incoming, like you're not getting so many things that you have to do every day. I know that you're manufacturing this for yourself. And like, yeah. let's be real. Like I'm not less important than you. Like, fuck you. You know, like, I hate that. I hate that like a lot of people have still not let go of the busyness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's so crazy. Well, like, that's, that's why, unfortunately, this is gonna end and we're just gonna be the same that we were before. Everyone a lot of people started, won't, they resist. Oh, it's gonna be so different. No. Yeah. No. Because we are not going to change. You know, we as you know, the people of this planet, some of us, it's not the circumstance it's us. Yeah. We find, yeah. we find the shit to occupy our day. It's not that like the world got busier. The world has always been like, just the same, you know, <laughs> like we're just people, yeah. we have receptors like, and yeah, but what, one of my favorite memes that's like came, went around early on is now you finally see which meetings could have been an email, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Because it's like, None of that shit was necessary. Nobody really has to go into work. It's just fucking yeah. bosses who are like, oh, my employees aren't going to do any work unless they're all here where I can see them. Well, a lot of it comes down to job security. And like, so when, when I left my job in 2017, I was, you know, considering like, do I get another one? Do I go to, you know, do I go to Spotify? Do I go to Snapchat? Do I like, I'm in this category now. Like, do I, do I continue to, I do, you know, remain in that category. And, you know, when I thought about it, it's like that versus, so, so, so the amount of money that I could make actually like it is dwarfed by what I can like own, like, like it, as, as, as I don't want to be an entrepreneur, but I want to make stuff, you know, but making stuff and owning it, you make a lot more money it's just, you don't have job security. So like right now, but the problem is, you know, okay. I was talking to my friend just now who like I had that he was at Apple with me left shortly before me and he's laid off and he has no job right now. And he needs to find a new career probably because there's no equivalent job. So it's like, he stayed with the, he had a girlfriend at the time and he wanted, you know, I told him to just go be a manager and go build stuff because he knew everyone and he knew how to do things and he had special access to things like playlists and whatever. And I was like, just go do your own thing. Like you, you're at that stage, you know, like people respect you and love you and you have good taste. Just go do it. And he didn't, he got a job at a place that like I thought was like, fine. It was just like a B job at a B place. And it was because of, I think like fear, you know, of, of being on your own yeah. and not having the, and like, so I'm completely on my own and I have no money left. I, but like, like I have to get a new laptop, I think, cause of what we're, cause my shit was all fucked up this morning and I'm worried about being out here without a backup. Um, 
I got to pay like an editor to do this shit. And like, I don't know how I'm going to figure it out. Credit cards probably like, you know, but I'll figure it out. And I'm like ridiculously well positioned for whatever happens in the new world, basically, as are you, you know, like, I don't know what the new world's going to be, but I'm well positioned in it. I got my film. I got yeah. my clothes. I got my music. I got my sh Like I have so many things that even if, you know, I have no idea what the value system is going to be, but there will be a value system. And I'm just confident with that. And, and if it, and if I own it, like it's so much more valuable than these jobs that people hold on to because of this, I think it's also just being around people is, is, is the, is the thing. So being in, being at a company with more people who all sign, who all sign up for that company makes you yeah. feel more confident with your decision to sign up to be behind that company. Yeah. But basically you're giving away all your autonomy just Everything. to, for a fucking paycheck and they won't really give a shit about you because they'll replace you in a second. And they and say they, they give a shit about you. We care about employees. Like um, Whole Foods. I go to Whole yeah. Foods all the time, right? And because especially now, I mean, I'm like, I, I live there half the time. <laughs> and there's a fucking sign outside. Thank you to our essential employees. Who do you think put that fucking sign up? Who do you think had to put that sign up? And that's shit, man. That's like every time I see that sign, I'm like, I mean, look, it doesn't stop me from going to Whole Foods and, you know, thankfully they're there for me, these uh -huh. essential employees, but I'm just insulted by that sign. It's an awkward day. moment, yeah. that person doing yeah. that, that person putting up their own like, thank you. I really hope the manager put it up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but the manager's not like some big wig, you know, the manager's making, no, no. you know, yeah. no, you're managers right. up there right. with, with their, work. like, you're in, I forget, you're in, you're in DC, right? Not New York, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that no, manager's making. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying you're talking about a Whole Foods in DC. Like they're making, you know, 95 a year. I don't know. What yeah. is a Whole Foods manager? 80? Ops. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's not like this manager is uh, cashing in, you know, is, is raking it in to, to, to hang that sign. Yeah. Um, it's all a fucked up thing. Um, I was looking at, you know, it's Memorial Day and, um, you know, looking at a football player taking pictures with, with you know military vets and like 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 he, he flew to somewhere i don't know somewhere over 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 somewhere um and it's like this guy is a hero to these soldiers this is you know they've both trained to be excellent at something world class at something and they are these guys are on front lines, you know, maybe they're a, they're a sniper or infantryman or, or fucking whatever. I don't fucking know gun shit, you know, but like they're both dedicated their lives to being exceptional at this thing. And one is taking pictures with the other as like, like one signing autographs for the other. And it's just, it's just yeah. our value system. You know, it's just the time in, yeah. in the world that we, that we, exist in today football is more important than you know the gunner on the tank or whatever yeah. like i don't have people on my podcast that are like this is the operator of the world of of the world class like newest 
tank and it took and he's the only one that knows how to operate it like that would be a fucking great episode actually yeah. but i don't know who that is and i and, and and they have no like exposure in that way they're not like you know in um in the fucking i don't know like esquire magazine like you know hottest whatever like Four, hottest snipers <laughs> right you're like but that guy has skills and like has done some really cool shit but all we want to hear about is like you know we 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 want him when we have this like you know movie worthy story but we don't like care about who they are as people really like we just care about like the crazy shit that they saw and whatever and like how much ptsd do you have bro like but honestly that's that's when when um when trump was campaigning for this round uh-huh. I, I remember talking to my therapist and every time I'd go in, she'd be like, oh man, this fucking guy. And I was just like, honestly, he's the president we deserve at this point. Yeah. You know, because stupid. this is where we've come as a society of like, yeah, it totally makes sense that we have a bullshit celebrity president, you yeah. know? So like, I want to have that gunner on my show. I don't care about guns, but I care about people who understand things. That's the point. And there are people in parts of the world doing things that I have no exposure to that I want to, I want to know. Like part of this show for me is like, it's an opportunity. Like I get to go dive in and ask questions to people who like, I don't like they, they are at the peak of something and I get to just like find out more about it. Super cool. And we have this weird value system. You know, I know how like part of the reason why I just like started it on my own as opposed to, I've had a few, we've talked about this, like I've had iterations of this. I actually like funny, I like was on the phone and I'm going to have him on like someone who gave me straight up, gave me pilot money for a previous iteration of this show that I just never did because it was like, we were doing it on the value system of like, you know, strategy and stuff and, and like getting famous people and whatever and, and it was just like, I just didn't, I don't, I, I don't know, something was weird. It just wasn't what I wanted to be doing. And, uh, and yeah, I was, I was catching up with him and, and we're going to do some stuff together. But it was funny because I was like, yeah, I still owe you money. Like, he's like, no, no, no. It, it, was, it, it, was, it was like a, like a spec deal, whatever. But like, I didn't deliver anything. So I was like, yeah, no, I, I consider myself to owe you money. <laughs> and I just didn't want it. Like, I want to have a show where I just like, get to pick just yeah. get to talk about shit that like yeah, is interesting you know I mean, so many people for the longest time have been telling me oh you should monetize this and it's just like well how do i do that do i get ads on my instagram which i don't want to do do i sell merchandise that's not even like i'm i'm breaking the licensing law or whatever because you know uh-huh. it's just like oh here's a meme of a photo somebody else took now you go horizontal you know? Yeah, you know, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm not going to worry about that. And I think that's helped me in the long run because I've seen some other like fairly large, you know, meme accounts just sell out. For, Don't go vertical, go horizontal, build an ecosystem yeah. for yourself. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to see an Adam and Eve ad on your fucking meme page. I'm sorry. You know, I find that really tacky, you know, but... Right. People Adam yeah. Like two <laughs> things to avoid the scale 
uh, the, 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 you know, making growth your only value and, and yeah. meaning like just milking what you have as much as you can, like you just described. And the second being qual- using your like qualifications to just get like more famous people involved and other big people involved. Yeah. And when you do that, like, like, cause it's not, it becomes just like ridiculous at one point and you just become, there's no, uh, okay. Umami is, is, uh, you should read this. It's great. I posted in that article I wrote, I talked about it and the umami theory of value it's called. And it was an essay written at the end of the year by these two brilliant consultants. Um, and I've linked it before in this and effectively what it says is like, we created this value system where mediocre plus mediocre equals important and it's not so like i use the example of like the supreme collab with my bloody valentine which just happened recently and it's just like t-shirts with the artwork and it's selling for you know five hundred dollars and it's like what why is that t-shirt good for an album that came out you know 30 years ago that has no relevance to supreme but someone thinks that this is like a collector's item or something like this is nonsense absolute nonsense has nothing to do with the band um but they're selling it and they're licensing it and anyway um that's what happens when you like use your meme account to attach yourself to celebrities or other thing other meme accounts and whatever uh but yeah you're doing the right thing i think is keep your meme account at whatever fucking scale it's at which is very very big but just like if it stays there let it and but leverage it to get the podcast leverage that to get the book and just like keep going you know and one of those when you have all these things you're going to be making money what's really heartening to me is um so the sad peaks account that's been exploding too and um you know what i love about that is I have gone through like that particular account, like Nick Cave and the Bad Memes has always been Nick Cave and the Bad Memes. The Sad Peaks account was originally my personal account, right? And so I used to put like photos of minerals in my collection up there. And like that was basically it, you know? Or photos of a tree that I thought looked cool. And so I changed it to, um, to other stuff. And then it was like, and then it just became Sad Peaks eventually. And I'm outperforming on sad peaks than I am on Nick Cave and the bad memes lately. Well, it's, it's new. So, it's hot. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, but there are reasons for that. It's like Instagram will start to like sort of punish you for getting too big. Cause it's like, sure. no, now you got to start paying off. It's like, fuck you. I'm not going to pay you, you know, No, but like, it's also should- natural. It's also just like, uh, people got what they got like a lot of people maybe just like they got what they wanted out of nick cave and the bad memes and they move on and now there's yeah. sad peaks and they're that that is still on an upward trajectory um and you know you yeah. could invent those continuously if you want if it feeds your collective machine but I, what i would encourage yeah. which which i know you're already doing is like focus on the next vertical rather than just like keeping this like this one you're gonna get sick of it also you know you're not gonna want to do it every day in the same way for much longer so you change it and you grow it you make it broader and that's that's better yeah it's a better way to live yeah yeah no i'm i'm excited about the future and that's probably like the first time in my fucking life that i've ever said that you know because i used to 
not really believe that, you know, I, I never believed in myself as much as I do right now. And a lot of that just comes and it's like, people ask me all, all the time, you know, how do I, like, I'm, I'm lost in my life. How do I like figure that? And it's just like, just find something that really, really makes you feel good and do the hell out of it, you know? And, and you talk about this a lot. You share this on lot. your, on your yeah. stories. You know, and it's anybody can do this. Yeah. You know, you just have to fucking do it. You know, it's so, a choice. Yeah, everything is a choice. Huh? Did you know that the Sign Peaks account? Do you, you know that account, like Seinfeld Twin yeah. Peaks? That person mm-hmm. hasn't watched The Return. Jesse, he said it in a comment thread. I don't know his name that and I jumped on him and I was like I I said I I was you know I I comment all the time and I and I love the account and then he said there was a reference and then he said oh yeah I need to get around I actually haven't I don't think I've gotten up to that episode and I was like wait sorry yeah I was I I, I swear (laughs) I was I was like excuse me you haven't gotten you mean gotten up to that re-watching the episode for the 30th time like this week or ever like, and I was like, it's, I'm actually not, I think I, I was dead serious. I was like, I'm super not okay with you running a Twin Peaks account and not having watched The Return. Oh my God. And I, I was, I like commented, I was like, I'm completely serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who do that? I like whatever you. position I hold in the Twin Peaks community, which is not nothing, well, nothing official, curious. but not nothing. I built his uh, following. Oh, really? Because you know? like, one of the things that I love, and this uh-huh. is like, I don't you know, know him personally at all. Yeah. I don't know him personally either, but okay. I liked his stuff. And so yeah. I get messages all the time, Sean, how much for a post, how much for a story? I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to yeah. do that stuff. Like it's ingenuous of me to promote something that I don't give a shit about just for money. Right. Sure. So I would prefer to promote people that I follow whose pages I like who are small and to get them exposed to more people. You know, totally. that's, it's like, it's, we help each other, you know? And I believe that that's how it should be. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of just like, I would rather make no money from this than to feel gross. But yeah, know? but that's the move though, is, is you move category by category. Yeah. But that, that, yeah, maybe, maybe you should tell him he needs to take a, he needs to do a marathon session like soon, right away. <laughs> I had yeah. George Griffith on, uh, you know, that fucker Ray. Um, yeah. Like if I told him that, who I don't know if you could, you could watch the episode and, and you could hear his story. Like he's been a, like he got cast because of how big of a fan he is basically. And oh really? Yeah, like it's a great story, and he tells it in the beginning of the episode. So, you, 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 rather than me nice. revisit the whole thing, you can hear it. But um, <laughs> I wanted him on the first, so I had three like Twin Peaks fans on. I had the Wrapped in Plastic, Blue Rose, and then I had a this guy Bob, Bob, Bob and Laura, who are uh, from the town, and I met them when I was there. So I had them on as my like sort of trilogy of like you know fan stories, and then I started. I wanted to have George be the first cast member on the show just because I knew roughly I didn't know all the details I got a lot more now but um, I knew he was a fan from the beginning 
And then he got cast. And that was just like, I, I was like, that's the ultimate. That was like the bridge, you know, from the fan community to the actual show. And um, yeah, but if I told George that there's a Twin Peaks account out there that hasn't watched The Return, and <laughs> I don't know what he would say. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, I mean, he's, this he's is definitely dope. more Seinfeld part yeah. of it than the Twin Peaks. I mean, that's fine. It. I just, yeah, it's like you got to watch it. You know, if you're not obsessed, like, I don't need anyone to be obsessed like me. I don't need anyone to recite, like, you know, to know what episode lines are from, like, and what part of the, like, I don't need that level from any, I don't care. But, like, you got to watch it. Well, yeah, that was, when I switched from only Nick Cave to, you know, that world or whatever, or whatever I wanted to do, basically, yeah. people started writing in, why don't you meme this? Why don't you meme this? Because I don't like that. You know, I'm not going to meme something I don't know, you know, well, yeah. like I fucking hate Morrissey. I'm like, if I meme Morrissey, it's going to be about hating fucking Morrissey, you know, which what would be your next, like, what's your next thing? If you were to do one, what would it be? You know, it's hard because Nick Cave and the bad memes I've turned to almost anything. Right. But I do want one that would be just anything you know because nick cave and the bad memes still needs to fit a certain thing and when it doesn't it doesn't go well right. you know which is fine you know but um, the ideology of nick cave I would rather sit alongside yeah you know like there's there's been part of me for a while that has wanted to change the name because i just like i've moved past that association but i can't it's it's too much isn't it just a new account that's the sad bastard podcast yeah isn't that yeah. kind of wouldn't that be your well, outlet I, I was thinking the sad bastard thing, you know and um and it would be related to that so so that that would be the next thing and i mean it, and it would be more me you right. know i would be stepping out from behind the memes and um doing more videos and stuff and um, putting that stuff on, on the main feed, you know? And so I think that's coming, you know? I'm not in a huge rush for it. I wanna do a bunch of other stuff. And so that'll just be a compliment to other things down the road, so. What would, if you had to name one, and maybe you can't, maybe it's a challenge, because I don't know, you know, for me, I know this is a tough question, but like, is there another thing out there, like? nick cave like twin peaks like is there an obsessive oh. world community of the in the arts music film whatever does it exist ricard wagner i don't know <laughs> i would i would enjoy doing a Mad Men meme account oh okay um yeah i think i would enjoy that um i've like sort of flirted with starting to do Mad Men memes and i'm just like eh, i don't know if i'm ready <laughs> um, or not that I'm ready. I don't know if I want to. It's another creative universe, though. There's an, oh, a, a different emotion to like, it. Like, I didn't even expect to like get into Twin Peaks memes as much as I did. Yeah. And so it's like, what I enjoy about it is I don't even really consider most of them Twin Peaks memes. I'm just taking something from a medium and I'm twisting it in my own way. Uh -huh. You know? Every now and then I'll do something that's like 
just for Twin Peaks fans. Just like every now and then I'll do something just for Nick Cave fans. But I don't like that anymore. Like that's, I prefer to get out of the niche or combine niches, you know, and that's where like the mental health and Nick Cave or the mental health and sad bastard music or whatever comes from, right. you know? Um, because sometimes when I get too into something, I get a lot of people who are like, oh man, do that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'd, I'd rather well, it just go, it goes back to horizontal and, you know, category yeah. by category. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the world. Like in my, I, I preach it constantly. It's like boring, like just, yeah. you know, grow things to the size that they should be and use them to Leverage. grow the next thing. Yes. Right. Don't try like marketing is dead. Just make yeah. stuff. Yeah. Learn like the minimum viable product of distribution. Just be able to get it out there. Let it grow the way it grows. Qualitative marketing is good. And that's effectively what we're doing here. You know, it's like memes, like good memes, good marketing, a podcast where we talk about stuff, good marketing. You know, it's, it's, it's qualitative, but it's, it's, you know, it's, we're like, I'm going to post you, you're going to post me. And we're like fan bases, you know, so, so it is marketing, but it's, but it's, it's a piece of material. It's a real thing. It's not just like some bullshit that we, you know, it's not just us doing it for, with nothing. We're sharing a real meaty piece of, you know, I hate the word content, but it's, you know, it's a piece of, piece of content and we're yeah. pollinating. That's quality marketing, but that's it. That's really all that you can do. And all the other stuff that people do as marketing is garbage, is noise, and it's dead. And that's what that was part of a lot of why I kind of like decided, like straight. Up, I've talked about this before, but like straight up, like I didn't get hired to do marketing at Apple. I got hired to build and you know run Connect, which meant original content. So we were making things, we were building original content and campaigns around that, and it was all qualitative. We were making something, we were making the best thing. We had all unlimited budget and we would make the best thing of the day and build like the perfect campaign. Cause we didn't have to, we didn't have to sell anything. We just had deals with everyone and we had our own team. So I would just be able to be like, you know, Oh, I want this in times square. Cool. It's going to be on the billboard at 12 PM and I would schedule it. Um, I would, you know, if I wanted something to go viral or whatever, like I just used my social media like team and I plugged it in. Um, so it wasn't, it was, it was never that kind of grabby marketing. It was just there. Uh, if I were to stay, I would have been doing more regular marketing because that's what kind of everything turned into. And then when I left, I looked around and like, that was where everything was kind of headed because no one could do the kind of qualitative marketing at scale anymore, except for like individuals, you know? And I was just like, Oh, the, like I just saw like the next chapter, like, is about having your own, like we can use the internet to have our own ecosystem. You know, in the past, like if you wanted to write a book, you needed a publisher, you know, you needed paper printing and stuff. You needed trucks to ship it everywhere. If you wanted to have, you know, a radio show, you needed, you know, WNYC to hire you and you needed to physically go there every day, you know, and that, that changes, you know, so, oh, you want to wake up at 5 a.m.? Like, yeah, of course you're waking up at 5 a.m. to go into the studio to record your daily live show that is only, you know, uh, if, you know, meme accounts didn't exist, but like, the, the, you know, the internet allowed us to go make all these things that in the past took tremendous infrastructure and resources, and you could only so do one of them. Yeah. What's next? You know, you can do all of I it. love thinking 
Yeah. You know, it's, and we don't even know yet, but the next thing is going to come out and we're all going to be on it. No, I mean, we do know, you know, I know, like the world's going to yeah. change, but, but the world's only going to change. This is like what I was saying to, to an artist I had on the other day. We don't know like what record sales are going to be like or what people stream things on. But what we know is that the people making the best music in the world are going to be the music that gets listened to. So I was saying to her, I was like, like her album came out right before the quarantine and her whole campaign got interrupted. And I was like, it doesn't really matter because you're making more stuff and the people that you're making stuff with are the best in the world. And you are part of that. And everyone is listening to music still, and they're going to listen to your music. So we're going to figure out this world, but we're going to figure out this world around those elements. And you are one of those elements. So you speak the language. You represent the framework and the, the infrastructure, the model, if you will, of whatever is next. And we don't know like yeah. why, but I know that it's true. It, that, it, does that make sense? Like we don't know why it's true yet, but we know it's going to be true. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to have a show. You're going to be aligned with everyone. Everyone's going to want to be on your show. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's just like to go back to thinking about people, you know, who just look for job security, you know, mm -hmm. and just look for that day job of, you know, the nine to five, let me just, you know, let me get my health insurance and my pension and all of that. Um, it takes a dissatisfaction with that. It takes a sort of like, no, it doesn't have to be this way. And I can move forward with this for other people to see, oh yeah, that's possible. And I've had this idea, I could start doing that too. And I can't wait to see a world where we have our, all our own ecosystems, like you were saying. And exactly. it's gonna be so much better than just these huge things, just controlling everything. So the, it's what it's all built on is, is people. Yeah. And it's how I've like, I, I, the first time I did it was with my reunion event, this thesis of like, I see Dave, I see this guy. I don't, I don't know who this fucking guy is, but I see his memes and they speak to me. So I would guess that I'd like to listen to him on a podcast. Also, I would probably yeah. guess that I would like the fiction book that he writes, you know, uh, I don't know what your next thing is, but I'm going to, but whatever yeah. you figure it out, probably going to be interested because I like Dave and Dave and I connect on things. So, you know, right. I think that goes into events that goes into music streaming, filmmaking that goes into everything. That, that's why like, like my show is called tea with SG and my like big yeah. epiphany years ago was like, I was really into tea and I was real, I was DJing. So I would, I would be drinking tea all day and then I DJ at night. And I was like, wait, why don't I, why do I stop? Why don't I just like, it's my party. So I just made a table and I had my tea guys come and host tea tastings at my parties. And I would just, I would put like a hundred bucks into like buying a bunch of tea. And I had a, instead of bottle service, I had tea and at one table and then it grew. And then I eventually had a whole tea room at my events. And cause, cause what I was, my thesis was like, people like me, like they like the music that I play, like, I think they're gonna like the same tea that I drink. I think they're gonna like the films yeah. that I watch, you know, things like that. And that's the thesis behind all of this. There's an ecosystem. Yeah. And not everyone yeah, is, I, is there for it, but the right people find it. Yeah, like I was, you know, I'm doing memes about Nick Cave and The Cure, and I, I know I've told you this before, 
wasn't a big stretch to think, oh, these people might have mental health issues that they want. To yeah, exactly. About. Right. <laughs> yes. And not everyone, like your account is not for, like, you don't need it to expand to be 7 million people because there might not be 7 million people that it's relevant to. And it's just, that's okay. But there's an ecosystem, a big enough ecosystem that really gives a shit about this and gives a shit about it in this way. And you know the language and you are an arbiter of this, this community, this framework, this language, whatever it is. And so you can apply it to things. And we trust you to apply it to things. So you're going to apply it to your show now. And I think it's going to be fucking great. And you'll probably a year or two from now, you're going to apply it to a book that I'm going to, one day you're just going to like send me a manuscript and, and say, not a manuscript. What am I saying? Fucking man, how old am I? Like, <laughs> but like, you know, you're going to send me a fucking Google doc <laughs> or whatever it is at that point. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, tell me what you think of chapter one. And I'm going to be like, Oh, great. And you know, but like, that's how the world is today. And we get to just like plan our schedules. Like I'm talking to you right now. This is an episode on the show after this. Like I'm talking to an editor about my film tonight or sorry, tomorrow morning. I got a session with my, with my music and like, they're all fully focused. Like I'm not like, I'm not like juggling things right now and I'm going to shift into the other gear in a little while. Four hours ago, you know, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about it. And people needing these, you know, I guess it's a good message to get out there because people are terrified of like what they're going to do next and how they're going to get a job in the market and everything. And like, you know, as it's scary, it's a scary solution to suggest, but it's also an empowering solution to just be like, yo, like, I know it sounds really far away. Like you're a great example. And you talk about this all the time, like you having your own show and you publishing your own book clearly felt very far away a year or two years ago. For you but yeah. one step at a time one day at a time one post at a time one yeah. conversation at a time and like hey here it comes and and we just mm-hmm. mapped out three verticals for you right here that are yeah. like really tangibly there and a year and a half ago mm-hmm. they'd be unimaginable and now you have three that like it's pretty certain that you're gonna have they're gonna be financially and you know audience like like self-sustained in the next 18 months of your life and anyone can do that yeah and it's it's just a matter of you know i mean i think back to when i was young and i would say oh it's gonna take so long we all have this sort of thing where it's just like oh but it's going to take me so long. Well, so fucking what? You know, it's like I started making memes five years ago. I didn't know that all this shit was going to happen, but I've been doing it for a long time. And so you do realize after a while that it's like, hey, you know, I'm good at this. I have worth, you know, but it's like when you feel that, what do you do with that? Do you keep building your worth or do you, do you just cash in, you know? And I decided to keep building it. And that's what I'm going to keep doing, you know, because now I'm, I'm doing stuff for other people, you know, and I am a presence in other people's lives that they look forward to every day, just like I look forward to them every day. And so 
there's going to be this thing where it's like, all right, now I've got the podcast coming. I'm going to be able to reach them in more ways. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, anybody can do this shit. Right. You know, it's just a matter of doing it. All right. Well, I think that's, that's a good moment, I think, to leave people just, with. <laughs> it sort of felt like that moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I wasn't, I, I, was, I was ready, but, like, that's a good one, I think. But, but that's, this is shit that I talk all the time. Though. Yeah, you went down there. You went, you went to that in closing. I went down to the NPR level. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's a sign-off, like, good night and good luck or something like that, you know? Or uh, <laughs> stay classy, San Diego. You know, <laughs> I, I was trying a bunch of different ones uh, when I recorded earlier. I was just like, "What do I do?" It's like, "Take care," you know, "Bye bye," "Namaste." <laughs> oh yeah, my <laughs> friends, my friends. Like I've had, I've had conversations. I've like ignored pretty much all like advice that I've gotten on podcast stuff. Uh, like I have people telling me that I should like, you know, I should have these signatures and these sayings and stuff and these familiarities. And I'm just, you know, I, I'm just every like this is an episode to me and i'm just there will be i'm gonna get more like expressionist with it and like i have all these script not not scripted things but just like concepts uh, i want to do a lot of readings i want to like uh i want i want like readings audio documentary kind of things um more like not serial like not like quite that uh, investigatory yeah. journal, you know, investigative journalism, not quite like that, but like more like taking something and really like making an audio doc out of it. Like I want to do things like that. It's really difficult right now. And I'm kind of like embracing the, just like one plus one equals like an episode. Just, I'm, I know I have ways to, I know how to talk about interesting shit and I bring in people that I, I just know like very, I don't even need notes to talk to you. Like we're, we just know where to go with this. And, and, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like radio basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I appreciate you having me on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad this worked out. Me too. Yeah. I appreciate you. And I'm excited for your next chapters. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, we'll do, we got to do an update episode when, uh, sorry, sorry. Say again. Yeah. No, I'm excited for Venice for you. I'm excited for your. Oh, uh, I mean, fingers crossed. We'll see. Hopefully, I can get this yeah. edit done. And the problem is, like, my editor doesn't have access to his bay, and the film's like not. It's not like a trash edit. It's just like there's. It's just. It's just not polished, and I don't feel comfortable doing it myself. I'm just not a good editor, and like I just feel really nervous about like that export being from me with nobody checking it like i just don't know if i'm gonna do it right and so yeah so i'm trying to figure out how to get the drive i can't ship my drive because i'm in mexico and i can't upload anything because i'm in mexico and <laughs> so he's got to do it and i'm just like trying to figure out the right scenario so but we'll get it done and then uh and then I'll get married to some beautiful Italian actress and, and that's it. And then there you go. You know, yeah. All right, dude, big so pleasure. I really appreciate you. And I'm genuinely, I know, I know, you know, I mean this, like I'm genuinely, genuinely excited for all that's coming with Thanks. you and I'm happy to whatever I can do to, to push it forward. I want to see it all. 
and um yeah we'll do an update when uh when when we can promote the link to your show <laughs> all right man stay safe keep the masks on stay away from those fuckers who are doing bullshit yeah and uh hopefully i'll see you in person sometime in the new world i'm gonna go swim with the fucking dolphins all right <laughs> peace man <laughs> love Bye.